from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is VSIN Tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back. VSIN Tonight presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, hour number two in studio. Special guest Doug Kazarian of OnlyPlayers.com, former ESPN betting analyst and a contestant in the Circuit Friday Football Invitational. You made the Elite Eight. Congratulations. Two years in a row, you've made the cut to the Elite Eight. And all I can think of is how close I was to placing and finishing with the the Blue Jacket. Really last year, not this past season, but the previous year. I had the lead for about, what, five weeks or so, and then relinquished with about three weeks to go and never got it back. You're not the first one to lead a contest late in the season <laughs> and not win it, but the it's torture. <laughs> Circuit Friday Football Invitational is a green jacket. Oh, excuse me. The Circa Millions is a blue jacket. Actually, you finished top 15 in the Circa Million contest. I did, and contests are a different animal in and of itself, right? And we've played in them all over the years. I was even a top five finisher in the Leroy's College Contest, I think in like 2010. So there's obviously game theory involved, because what you're trying to do is go 60-something percent, not just trying to be a net positive winner. And that's the hard part about some of this stuff. But you can't think like that early on. You just got to play your picks. But you can't bet bad numbers. But sometimes you want to because you need, in this case, five picks for Circa Millions. And you can't be too number sensitive. So it's a little bit of a gut reaction. And the torture is, you know, one point cost me 111000 Like, that's the problem. Because this stuff isn't incremental. Next year, I could be 10 games under 500, right? You just – things break your way a certain way. The stars align for a season – and to be so close to like serious, ridiculous money, like I was two points away from 400 grand in Circa Millions. And, you know, I go, I even texted you a photo of all my record each week. I mean, week seven, I went one and four, like three and two, and I have 400 more K. Well, if it was that simple. Yeah, yeah. I know. Can I change that one and four to a four and one? Yeah. <laughs> but I closed strong. So at least I didn't I lay any yeah. eggs week 
you know, 15 on or yeah, whatever. But how hard is it to go 18 weeks of the NFL season to have only like one or two losing weeks? Yeah, you know? so I had a total of four losing weeks, but one and four was the only like real egg I laid. It, it's impossible. And I've always, you know, it is hard because if you if you think about and simulate actual betting experience, you're not going to bet the same amount on the exact same amount of games every week, right? It's just a different animal. Like I'm in pick'em leagues where I have to pick every game. So that's a different animal as well. So just doing five games against the spread, you're really, you know, there's some games you're not betting, like your last two on the card maybe, that it's a really a coin flip outcome. And for stuff to go your way for such a long season and then get good money, don't get me wrong, but like to come up so short of like real, real crazy money, it's, uh, it's torture, but it's still fun. Obviously, you know, there's obviously um, a competitor in me that was like is proud of the top 15 finish in this and Super Contest, frankly. Um, but, you know, that that Gardner Minshew swing pass on fourth down against the Texans that cost me one hundred eleven thousand. <laughs> At least you didn't get beat on a ninety-five yard punt return. Yes, that's All true. Right. That's Doug Kazarian with us, and uh, Doug, uh, how about the move tonight at Circa? Baltimore now a four and a half point favorite over Kansas City. There are a lot of sharps uh, who thought this number was going to go back to three. It's not going back to three. It's going to be four. And here at Circa now four and a half. What do you make of that? So it makes sense to me because the guys who shape the market, for the most part, are all math-driven, right? And the statistics from the regular season on the Chiefs just weren't up to snuff like we've seen in years past. Now, the question is, when you're assessing the Chiefs and we're using from years past, I mean, even just this this point spread sort of trend of Mahomes and Andy Reid, what is it now, 9-1-1 one one against the spread as a dog? Well, why does the team from a couple years ago with Tyreek Hill and a fresher Travis Kelsey really matter when you're factoring in this team, right? I know quarterbacks influence the game more than any other position in all of sports, but still, they didn't come off a regular season like we've seen. So the math and all the projections and even the baseline of a lot of these modelers use the previous season stats, at least to a certain extent for most of the regular season, even now it's part of their sort of the modeling. So the question is, is there is there a flaw in sort of the modeling and the projections? I'm not in a rush to bet the Ravens. I'm just not. I do think there are, quote-unquote, intangibles with Mahomes because he's the ultimate difference maker, right? When you have these small spreads, whether it be a dog or even a favorite of two and a half or less, like it's going to come down to that. I mean, it's hard to bet a game with a spread of two and a half when you're using stats from when Mahomes and company were laying like nine and a half at the Raiders. Like, how does that... it's just a different animal. And then when you've gone to six straight AFC championship games, there's just a human element to the boredom of the regular season. So I've seen a different chiefs team. I mean, have you based on how they showed up against Miami at home in the cold. And then even last week, I thought they they were playing with the right sort of playoff edge that you, you, you didn't see in the regular season. There's a couple things there. One is we talked a lot about the, the drops, and the Mahomes needs more help. Well, Rasheed Rice has emerged as that number one type receiver. And I think that's added a different element to the Chiefs offense. Also, Isaiah Pacheco has been yeah. running like a battering ram. Uh, they've been a little bit more committed to the run. I think the Chiefs have looked better offensively. But the Dolphins and Bills defenses, they face the past two weeks, not on the same level as this Ravens Banged defense. up as well. Short, yeah, short-handed for sure. And, and, and Miami was soft as soon as they got off the plane. That team... Had the two seed within their grasp, blew it. They didn't show up. They And down six defensive starters. I've never seen that. But at least I saw the right edge 
and the intensity that I needed to see from Kansas City. Now, this Baltimore team, I feel like the playoff bracket broke their way, right? You get the bye week. You don't have to face Allen or Mahomes until the conference title game. And they stuck to their game plan, even giving up the punt return. They were tied at halftime. I liked what I saw in the second half. There, There's a swagger there. And over time, like, we see a shift. Things don't just happen the same year every time. And we also don't see these dogs come. You know, we didn't see Butler beat Duke in the championship game. At some point, these stories, and that's more like the Lions. But I think the Ravens are going to the Super Bowl. I mean, eventually, teams get over the hump. We saw that the Eagles go to all those NFC championship games with Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb get over the hump. At some point, it happens. Mickelson won majors. Virginia won the title. I just think it's like kind of Lamar's year, and it's breaking that way, and they're healthy. Previous years, they didn't have the right offensive coordinator like they do now. They didn't have the right weapons in terms of the receivers and their health in just terms of the lack of injuries to the running back. I think everything's breaking right for the Ravens, and they've earned that. It's not like they're just like lucky or anything silly like that. I think it's their year. I, I couldn't fault anyone for betting money line. But I don't want to lay over three against Mahomes. I, these games are so tight, and the Ravens struggle from playing from behind. I'm just not in a rush to lay that kind of lumber with Baltimore against Kansas City. Yeah, I get it. So uh, I bet the Chiefs plus three and a half, small bet. Went to four, bet it again, yeah. took four. I'm going to bet a little bit more at four and a half tonight. I'm also going to play a money line parlay on Baltimore, San Francisco. I like and it. And that's minus 105. I did bet that this Especially afternoon. Especially because the Niners are the second game, and you can play a little bit. I'll say this. There, there does seem to be line value with Kansas City first half. You're getting the full three and not laying ridiculous shoes. It was two and a half earlier in the week. So to get plus three on a game that obviously could be tied at half as opposed to the end of the game, like there's significant line value in a game that's trending under, I think it's 44 and a half, 43 and a half. Like I know people lean under, sharps lean under. Like for it to be, there's a good chance it's tied and there's line value on that full three at minus 05. That's probably like the only spread bet I would ba- bet would be first half KC plus the three minus 05. Interesting. All right. So I bet the Chiefs in the first two playoff games. So up on the Chiefs in the playoffs. Played them again here. I'm not as confident that the Chiefs are obviously going to win. Is this Baltimore defense going to be it's going to be a tough nut for Mahomes to crack this week? Now well, Mahomes 9-1-1 against the spread as an underdog, and you're going to hear this repeated almost every show and almost every story you read this week. And I think that annoys you a little bit. It does, because obviously we've seen a, a shift in the market world, the industry, that people are getting betting terms and betting stuff as an entry point to conversation. But the people who understand this, for me, it's can you connect dots? There, there's a lot of trends that maybe resonate in the regular season, like the Ravens is a favorite. Like, yeah, their they're kryptonite, if you will, is looking past opponents. They, they lost at home to Gardner Minshew earlier this year. Well, that's, it was a sandwich spot, right? They were coming off a big win. The next week they had a division rival. But there's no, like, letdown in terms of lack of focus or, lethar- you know, being lethargic against a playoff opponent. So I had no problem laying it with the Ravens last week. I think this Mahomes is an underdog. People can't really convert it or translate it to English, right? What does this mean? In my eyes, and when, when Brady left the Patriots, I wrote a long story for ESPN and just saying how Brady and Belichick were just outperformed the market and you, they couldn't, the market could never figure them out. So they had the second best cover percentage for a head coach and quarterback all time behind only Bill Walsh and Joe Montana. But as you know, the 80s and 90s market, not nearly as tight as when Brady and Belichick. But I talked to math modelers who do shape the current market and they're like, look, for whatever reason, I couldn't figure out it. Like they outperformed it. Belichick was that big of a wizard. You just can't outperform it. And that's my thing with, with Mahomes and Andy Reid. Give him the credit too is that when the lines are this small or they're a short dog, like there are differentiating plays 
that they make that you can't really project based on regular season stats as, like I said earlier, like a nine and a half point favorite at the Raiders. Like it just doesn't translate when these games are coin flip. There's just a special circumstance. And even when you have a guy like Mahomes on your team, I think the field goal kicker's be- better. Like, I just think there's a little bit of a swagger you have knowing that you have Brady in your back pocket as the Patriots. Like, you can do certain things from a scheming or performance or just – I just think it, it's beyond the sort of projections on a spreadsheet. And that's why I'd rather have, like, more money on, like, a second-half under in the NBA on Sunday than lay points over a field goal against Mahomes. I just think he's just that special. He's a generational quarterback. And I, I don't think you're going to get rich doing it. In fact, he's 9-1-1 one, and one against the spread for a reason as an underdog. And he was a nine-and-a-half-point favorite in Vegas against the Raiders, as you've referenced a couple times, fell behind 14 nothing and still covered <laughs> right. in that game. But the playoffs but yeah, and the game know, on the line, when, it's totally a, when it comes with a coin flip, you're basically I picking – I think they're eight and three outright as when he's an underdog. Like, that's what's so crazy. I liked the Chiefs last week against the Bills. And, and it came down to some coin flip plays, and who made them? Well, Mahomes and the Chiefs made them, and Josh Allen and the Bills did not. And, and Allen, you know, he and that was even, with even the against Chiefs, the Steelers, uh, Romo yeah. talked about how they handled the two-minute uh, offense. He, they could have run the ball, taken the two-minute warning, said they threw twice, kicked it, blocked extra point, and then it was 21-7 and a half instead of 24 nothing. It's stupidity is what it is. All right, we're going to talk about some prop plays and uh, obviously about the Lions 49ers game when we come back. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN experts to work for you. Start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up on an annual subscription. You get your first year for only $199. Use promo code tonight. You're going to get the best bets. You access to betting splits updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes, 24 7 video access, and all the content on vsin.com. Remember to use promo code tonight. $199 for the first year. Promo code tonight. vsin.com slash subscribe.
Doug Kazarian in studio for the hour here. We've got big Randy McKay coming up on the phone here in about 15 minutes, and uh, we're going to get his takes on the uh, NFL games. Doug, did you say you bet or plan to bet the Chiefs-Ravens game? As of now, I don't have any wagers on it. I'm looking at the Chiefs' first half plus three, minus 05. I think there's value there. Um, But in general, like – I'm the guy who's like, you know, I, I put out a video ahead of the national championship game saying I'm not betting it. That doesn't resonate really well, but <laughs> it's not what people, I mean, I have good friends who rarely bet, like going back to high school or whatever. And they're like, yeah, yeah, but what, what should I bet? on? Like, they're just itching to bet. I'm like, dude, I'm not like, I don't see an edge. Now, eventually Michigan money showed and that made sense, but I, I don't. And, and I've always said this, the closing line or even throughout the week, I've always jokingly said it's the first time out. Like you can bet the next time out after the first score. So I just kind of want to see things. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to win, but I prefer not to have sort of a first position because what if I totally like the other side? Do I go over the top and bet that much more and then have a reverse middle? And, then, you know, it's just, it's just if I don't love a play, it's why we come here and have multiple games and multiple timeouts and multiple in-game opportunities. I just feel they get the minus 110 or minus 115 in some in-game situations in terms of the straddles, 30 cents, like you should be able to pick your spots more effectively and you don't have to bet a game pre-flop. All right, so let's look at the Lions 49ers. This number is 7.5. Derek Stevens said he wouldn't be surprised to see some eights pop up uh, this weekend. Debo Samuel did practice. He's limited. Looks like uh, he's going to be out there. How do you approach this game? And what about the props on Debo? Yeah, so I really like... Uh, more and more as the week's gone on, I think the Niners are the side, right? I, I think we see this. You guys talked about it. I listened to your show all week. It's right. It's a great analogy. Like the one seed sort of struggles in the March Madness in that second game against the 8-9. Then the next week, you, you get them on a Thursday or Friday, and they just open up a can, and they sort of hit that stride. I do think the Niners could have a really convincing win in this situation. The Lions are a good team. They're not a great team. And the reason the Lions have trouble is sometimes they only play two and a half great quarters in a game. And they shoot themselves in the foot. They were great off a loss throughout the regular season. There's just an element of them where they're lacking. And in this case, what I've seen is the, the secondary's been trash. I mean, the last five quarterbacks to face them, Nick Mullins twice, who's thrown for 400 yards in both games. It's just not good. And then when you have Shanahan, who's going to do enough, I think, to neutralize Hutchinson, whether it be the chip or whatnot, and then you have the weapons, all signs point to Debo being back, I think the props on non-Debo guys like Kittle and I think Purdy, I listened to Paul Bovey last night on your show, and I thought he had a great breakdown. And people need to really understand when you're on your own and betting and you can't mess around like we see a lot of people in the national media who talk about props and other stuff. They're just creating content because football is spaced out for an entire week. They're not really living and dying on that money. That money's not feeding them or putting, you know, paying their rent or their mortgage. So guys who do understand this stuff, and you have to have the scar tissue of losses. I've lost more than I care to admit over my 20-something years of betting. And so you learn the hard way in this stuff. And I, I just think a guy like that who made a lot of sense, and you have to sort of seen it before. That's why I like live betting. I, I see it, and it almost is like memory, uh, pattern, behavior, and things like that. It triggers mm-hmm. something. And I can just – sometimes in the NBA, I can just look at a box score and it triggers something. So with with this game, I think I think Purdy's going to have a monster day. And so over 279.5 passing yards, I think it's a great bet. Kittle over 61.5 is a great bet. 
Debo, I thought the number would be a little higher. I've seen 41 and a half in that range, but I'm a little uneasy about the team total. He liked the team total. I don't love it. I think they can still win convincingly and not get to 30 points. So I think a 27-17 kind of game. Goff can be great. His high is awesome. Like that egg he laid against Belichick in the Super Bowl with the Rams, I get it. But he was outstanding in the NFC Championship game against the Saints. It was a high-scoring shootout, and he was awesome, and he drove them for a winning touchdown. So I just think we there's a lot of like wide range with Goff, and we've seen him play great. And even last week, I thought he was pretty, pretty damn good. But I, I think there's an element where, you know, let's not forget that Cowboys game where they went for two and all that. He threw a pick on the two-minute drill that made it go the margin go from four to seven. Sure. He threw yeah. a huge interception. If they got the first down, it's kneeling out. Mm-hmm. And they didn't get it, so they kicked the field goal, and then that's what let the Lions drive the field. So he does have his warts. I think they surface a little bit on the road here. Not that I love Purdy. I'm sort of an anti-Purdy guy, if you will, in terms of the MVP and a system thing. But I think Shanahan will put him in a place to succeed, especially against his secondary. I think the prop over yards is a really good bet because I think the Lions' run defense is really strong. Brock Purdy over, Debo's under. I'm passing on the Debo. I like Kittle over. You're going to take Kittle over? Because I think you get a better number, and I don't think Debo's sort of presence affects him over the middle. And there's all the yak. I mean, Kittle and all those guys might get yak. I think Debo I'm afraid of because – He might take one hit and be out of the game. Exactly. He also might be a decoy. Or he might get the ball at the 50-yard line like against Philly and house it for a touchdown. So the, 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 the yards after catch is where Shanahan is really special and which is why all the critics of Purdy exist. So I think use that to your advantage. Don't get cute with the unders because you never know with the yak and all that. Just, I think, let 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 Debo be your decoy in the props. Get a better number on Kittle. And I think Purdy should have a really good day. I, I think the path to victory is, to borrow a phrase from the fight game, is through the air for San Francisco. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Uh, this Detroit defense, especially in the secondary, very soft. It can be exploited. We saw it Matthew Stafford, Baker Mayfield on back-to-back weeks. I think the Niners are going to light up this Detroit defense. How about the total? 51.5 at DraftKings right now, 52 at most spots in the market. So the market moved from 50 and a half to 51 and a half for right. a reason. Mm, yep. And if I had to play it, I would play over, but I don't have to play it. And I think it's going to be right around there because I'm not sure I trust. Goff gets a little like, like uh shaky. Shaky's more like the performance. I think he gets a skittish. I think he gets a little nervous feet. And I wonder if this pass rush can get to him. Ben Johnson calls a great game. They do a lot of great things. They obviously have the weapons, but what he did in the previous couple of weeks, it's a little different going on the road. And Goff has laid some eggs. Now, is it going to show here? Maybe, maybe not. I think what he said in terms of like crowd chanting his name, I think there's an element of that. We've all been in a workplace where they, you know they like you, and we've all been in a workplace where they don't like you so much, and you sort of feel like a, a walk-on competing with recruits, and it's always trying to win them over. Goff finally was in a place that accepted him and w- embraced him and all that stuff, and Dan Campbell deserves a lot of credit, and I think that translated to good performance. Now, the question is, will they rattle him and sort of capitalize on his skittish behavior? And there's, to your point, maybe you want to bet the over, because I don't think I've seen anyone throw more interceptable balls and not be intercepted than I've seen with Purdy. So all it takes is that to blow out your seven and a half and eight, whatever the line closes at. Uh, I could see getting involved in the total, but it's just a lot of points. And these coaches, man, they, they coach scared sometimes and they play conservative and, 
they'll settle for field goals. And I was surprised even the with Josh Allen and Mahomes, that game flew over and it could have had more points. That's a rare thing. Like we saw the Rams-Lions game in, in the first round of the playoffs die, what, nine points in the second half after the first half flew over and we didn't get there for the game total. So I'd be just a little gun shy on the 51 half. That's a big number. Yeah, and especially when you could have uh, bet over 51, which is a key number in totals. Well, and all these coaches, I mean, remember, these, these, these numbers across the board are formulated based on regular season stats, but these coaches coach differently in the postseason. They just do, whether they want to you know, be all tough and everything during the regular. I mean, even Dan Campbell, and I think rightfully, settled for a couple field goals last week, right? He went for it on that fourth down, but that was on the goal line. But a couple other times, <clears throat> he begrudgingly settled for three, which I think was the right call at the time. What about the total in the first game? We didn't talk about it much. 44 and a half. I, I kind of lean under in the first game. I do Chiefs too, but think about the, the, the scoring punch from these both these quarterbacks. I and That's why I said lean and stuff. Yeah. I, I, think, not bet it I think the number's right. And no weather, right? If we had weather, maybe that's different. If we had a little wind and no, I should say significant weather. I I mean, it's such a it's such a cop-out, but the number feels right. Like, I, you got 100-something college basketball games tomorrow. What would you rather think? What, where do you think the edge is on one of these games or what, like the total that's been hammered into place and has so many moving parts? Yeah, 140 college hoops <laughs> games on the board. Be working on that stuff all night tonight trying to right. find a uh, Not that tomorrow. I'm, you know, college right. guru, but I, I just, I, I'm not going to force it. If I like it, like last week, I, like I talked to you a couple of weeks ago, I loved the, the Chiefs money line against the, the Dolphins. I'm like, there's no way this soft team that just blew the two seed is coming into KC and going to win the game outright. I, I didn't think it'd be lopsided like it was, but I don't think there's an edge here. I really don't. I, I wouldn't be stunned if either of the four teams won or won convincingly. Obviously, I'd be stunned if the If the two line. favorites win, what do you think the Super Bowl opening line is going to be on Sunday so night? So I do think the advanced lines are off. Uh, not by a ton. I think the Ravens are favored. Obviously, so much depends on how San Fran looks, but I think the Ravens are favored by one and not a two and a half point underdog if the chalk holds. Because I think if they slay the dragon that is Patrick Mahomes and they look good, because last week that dominating second half is still in the minds, and there's a chance the Niners win sort of shaky like they did last week, I think the Ravens are going to be favored. Big Randy McKay on deck. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. With Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee. For a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash VSIN, you will get four free boneless chicken breasts and four free boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase. May apply. OmahaStakes.com slash V-S-I-N. All right, Doug Kazarian, Matt Humans here. Follow him on Twitter at Doug Kazarian. Also, where can people find you now? So I'm at a new venture called OnlyPlayers.com. has all the content on the site, but we have a YouTube show that we embed there, but it's also on YouTube at WagerWatchTV. All right, well, the, our next guest, some say is the sharpest gambler to ever come out of North Dakota. You're familiar with this guy. Big Randy McKay joins us now. Big Randy, I know you're going to be in town for Super Bowl week. Do you want to head over to Fountain Blue and get some nachos? No, I think I want to try the ones at Victory Burger. I don't I, all the time all my trips to Vegas, I've never tried the ones at Victory Burger and uh they look like they're pretty good when I saw the uh new pictures come up of all this nachos. Pretty funny week this week in sports. We have Nacho Gate 
And then we have a coach named Raheem <laughs> Morris. We have Raheem Morris getting the job in Atlanta over Bill Belichick and Mike Vrabel. Explain that one. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain that. I talked about it in the first hour tonight. A guy who was 17-31 and 31 as a head coach with the Buccaneers gets the job with the Falcons instead of Bill Belichick, a six-time Super Bowl winner, or Mike Vrabel. But uh, we move on. And, uh, Doug, I, I said some say, a lot of people say, Randy McKay's the sharpest gambler or the greatest gambler to ever come out of North Dakota. And that's saying a lot. Well, if you say uh, gambler, you have to throw the wider net. Cause, it's not just sports. Gambler. Right. Gambler. And I uh, – I, I've seen a lot of things in Vegas. Some I, I wish I could unsee, but I can't. But this this took me back in a good way. Seeing Randy just casually walk through the casino and, and see, you know, we, we have the term rubbernecking when there's a accident on the highway and things like that. Randy would do that when he saw a slot machine look a certain way. And Randy, <laughs> Randy could spot, the, you know, like the, the nickel on the floor from across the room. He would see how a certain slot machine in terms of the payouts and things and the what, what was wrong with it and he'd just hop on the hot seat and be there and within you know eight minutes he's cashing a big the sirens going off and he knows how to spot this stuff um it, it reminds me of the the youtube videos if you ever watched them like the no whammies he's he's figured it all out and his brain and it was almost like the cartoon you could see the the wheels spinning above him and it was honestly it was a fascinating observation just to be next to him and be the vicinity of seeing it work from start to finish it is amazing. Big Randy McKay on with us now. Big Randy, uh, when would you say was your first year as a uh, professional gambler, not just a sports better? Uh, 26 years ago I uh, was my last job, 1997. I was a shift manager at a casino, uh, Indian Res Casino in North Dakota, and I decided to make the leap and come out, out back out to Nevada with about 20K in my pocket, and I haven't looked back since. So that was my... Uh, that was my calling, and I uh, found some good things, luckily, that uh, that year. And uh, I actually spent uh, two, three years in New Mexico uh, building my bankroll. Came out with 20K, now he's got several million. He's, <laughs> well, he's going to be modest about what he's doing. There's, uh, there's raffles got, for cars. He's got about and, 15 cars. He's on these reservations, yeah. and he's, he sets up shop. And he, he, he basically... I don't want to say Costanza, but he pulls a little bit of uh, – it is a little George Costanza. He's like, well, I'm just going to sit here every day for the next 35 days, and it's a war of attrition, and he's going to win every single time. So Randy figures out the angles in a healthy way, in a, in a legal way. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, you know, he's outsmarting the, the fine print, basically, is how to put it. Doug, in uh, January of 2021, I met Big Randy up in North Dakota, his home state. That's the 49th state I've been to. I'm wow. still stuck on 49. I've never been to which one? Take a guess. I would no. I know you've been to Alaska. No, I have not been to Alaska. Oh, I thought That's you went the there one. for a Rebels game. No, no, never been to Alaska. So 49 was North Dakota. I'm going to Alaska next summer. All right. Um, I met Big Randy up in North Dakota. We golfed out on the western uh, corner of the state. Randy, what was the name of that golf course uh, we played out in West uh, North Dakota? So there's a uh, hidden uh, treasure in western North Dakota called Theodore Roosevelt National Park, our best president probably ever in our life, to, or anybody that we've ever had in America. And there's a <laughs> really nice scenic golf course there called Billy Pulpit. Yep. And uh, and it's all built in the Badlands, especially the back nine. You're hitting from elevation, and uh, it's almost like a dream paradise come true. It's it's a top hundred course in America. Holy Pulpit is the name of the golf course. We got a photo of it here, and uh, 
This is, we were on a tee on a cliff over a canyon. Doug, you can see the photo right there. If you ever get out to North Dakota, what, drive out to the western part of the state and play bully pulpit. General George Custer went through this area, <laughs> right, Randy, way back in the day? Yeah, he didn't fare so well back there. He, he was about like, about like my golf swing. Uh, yeah, he ran into a bad crowd when he was uh, going through there. He got uh, nailed there in Custer, Montana. Some of those you have a drop-off where you need a chopper to go to the green. That's not that's not here, though, no? Uh, that's a really cool course. Actually, you see Big Randy and I on the tee up there above that uh, canyon. That's a bully pulpit in western North Dakota. All right, let's get to the games. This week, Randy, and uh, like Doug, you're a top 15 finisher in the Circa Million Contest. Great job this season. You also made the cut in the Circa Friday Football Invitational again. Uh, how about the first game, Chiefs and Ravens? Are you going to play the dog? You're going to look at props? What are you looking at in the Kansas City-Baltimore game? Uh, I locked in a small play at plus four. Now I'm seeing some <laughs> four and a half. I think this is a little overreaction to the Joe Tooney news, all-pro guard for the Chiefs surprise this game has gotten up to that level but uh, a lot of people like uh, Baltimore I haven't really played any props yet in this game would maybe look at some uh, depending on what the weather looks like I might look at some over props I think there might be some scoring here seems like Casey's offense is getting a little bit right of course this Tooney thing might be a little bad thing of course they got right against Miami and then again against Buffalo with defensive problems but I see this being a close game, and uh, anytime you get points here, I think is a premium. So uh, I'm going to lean towards a plus four. All right. Are you playing any props yet, or are you going to save most of the props for the second game? I'm more on the props on the second game. I see some uh, decent uh, props I like there, and of course, a lot of the good, a lot of the props. You know, you you can bet some now, but a lot of the big menu doesn't come out till. Uh, Till Saturday or even Sunday sometimes, I've noticed in these playoffs, even though you can bet some at Circa and Westgate. All right, so Lions now seven and a half point dogs, total up to 51 and a half. Randy, did you bet the total? Uh, I think you're also going to play Lions maybe first quarter or first half. What are you looking at here, Lions 49ers? I see a similar situation like uh, last week against Green Bay where Detroit is going to get the ball first more than likely they took the ball first against Tampa Bay. They didn't, they had a punt, unfortunately there. And then Baker threw the interception. They did take the ball. I think they'll take the ball here. Of course, Campbell's going to be aggressive. Shanahan probably won't be aggressive. Uh, we seen that in the first half. And I, I think they're going to have, you know, some trouble, trouble there, you know, and I see, you know, Detroit getting out to a little lead here in the first quarter. I think there's value first half. I think there's value. And then I even got some seven and a half for the game there. So it's all Detroit for me. I think uh, people are looking at, uh, you know, all the opinions I've heard in this game, people are looking at one pitcher in this game where they don't realize that San Fran can be run on. We saw Detroit have, or uh, excuse me, Green Bay have big success there with Jones running the ball and now we got one of the best rush offenses in the league here with Montgomery and Gibbs and that's a couple props I look at taking over and uh, then on the other side I see uh, Purdy having that you know Detroit does have a, a pretty porous defense they've been you know all gained in these first two playoff games and then throughout the season their defense is good but they're good against the run but I see Purdy throwing a lot 
and I see Brock probably throwing a pretty pass to the other team. So, uh, yes, on the interception has some value, I think. Randy McKay on Twitter at RR39, professional gambler, professional sports better. Randy, uh, if the favorites win, what do you think the Super Bowl opening number is going to be Sunday night? So if you're saying Baltimore, and uh, I would make Baltimore a small one-point favorite, even though that's adjustment off the game in San Francisco, and I would favor Baltimore again in that in that matchup. I think that uh, has some value there. I like Baltimore. If Detroit gets in there, I, I might have a good chance of going, so I'm definitely rooting for Detroit. All right, Randy McCain, when are we going to see you in Vegas? I know you're going to be here soon for Super Bowl. Yeah, I fly in. Um, I fly in there Monday night, and uh, I plan to stay in Nevada all throughout. I might even make a trip up, especially if San Fran gets in the Super Bowl. There'll be some value up in Northern California, <laughs> Northern Nevada, betting. So I might make a trip up there. I've done that before when San Fran's been in the Super Bowl. That's great. The, right. the domino yeah. effect yeah. of the slots will have an edge on. He's them. also going to hit some machines <laughs> up there. No doubt about it. Randy McKay. Hey, thanks for coming on tonight. We'll see you soon. Thank you, guys, and uh, congratulations as well, Doug. You too, bud. All right, Doug and I will talk some basketball betting as well when we come back. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs better. New players can bet $5 on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VSIN. Promo code VSIN. Randy McKay mentioned it. Doug Kazarian here in studio. Bill Belichick at age 71. He turned 72 in April. Gets bypassed in this uh, head coaching search cycle. Are you? How, how surprised are you by that? And Do you think he sits out a year and he's back next year? 
If you told me when the offseason began, I'd be very surprised. But I thought about it, and I've heard other people weigh in. It does make sense. There's a shelf life to a guy like Belichick. He, if you're trying to turn around a team and, and have incremental success through the playoffs, he, he's more of a quicker fix for a team that needed the right coaching to a team that was sort of ready-made. And that obviously minimizes the options because he's getting up there in age. But I also think like the the narrative and, and the label on him that, you know, with Brady's success away from New England and what happened with the Patriots since Brady left, like I think that's in the back of people's minds, whether it's an owner or someone else in the front office. Like I think he's the greatest of all time because I know what he did with the Giants as defensive coordinator against the Kelly Gunn offense in the Super Bowls. I know what he did early in Brady's career and molded Brady. I mean, he's still – Brady was not Brady early on when they won Super Bowls, but I do think the industry, the the coaching ranks have caught up. I think the gap with Belichick and the other knuckleheads that in the early 2000s to early 2010s is no longer there. Um, his schematic advantage and what he was doing, whether it's deferring on the coin toss and the middle eight and all that stuff, everyone's sort of figured it out as well. Now, he's still a wizard, and I get it, but I think the gap is certainly narrowed and ultimately you need talent and he has to have the right talent, but also have the, the shorter window of opportunity because he is getting up there at age. He's in the, not even the back nine, the back three holes of his career. Our college hoops just here uh, for a second before we get to the NBA, which is uh, your passion, betting the association. Last night we saw Arizona get knocked off at Oregon State at the buzzer, 83-80. Uh, you and I were texting about this. Which reminds me of a year ago where the Arizona team was exposed as too soft, couldn't win away from home. That's a team you're looking to fade in the tournament? Yeah, I wouldn't recommend martingaling across the board, whether it be the roulette wheel, the blackjack table, or really anything in sports. But I still like doing it because I just think, unlike the table games, there is market correction. And so the number is going to move in your advantage if you lose early. I'm just going to martingale Arizona away from home, whether it's the remaining road games they have in conference play, conference tournament, NCAA tournament. They're not covering out. Like, they're not winning out, covering out the rest of the way away from home. They've clearly showed what they are. And we see this too often in sports. Too often we play the bounce back game. And I get it. I do too. I'm just as guilty as anyone. But when a team shows you who they are, believe it. Like, they, we've seen enough. Like, they may cover at Oregon because Oregon hasn't been that great prior to blowing out ASU. And remember, they were down at half by five. They were eking out wins on against Stanford and UCLA and some other teams. So they're not exactly a dominant home team like we've seen early in you know the last few years with Oregon. So I wouldn't be stunned. I mean, Arizona clearly has the talent, but that just means the stars align that one roulette wheel spin doesn't mean it's going to be aligned every other time Zona goes away from the McHale Center. That's well said. All right, let's get to the NBA. How about this game tonight? Dallas 148-143 to over the Hawks in Atlanta, and Luka Doncic had a big night. So Kyrie missed this game. He's missed a couple games in a row, and Luka had 73 points on 33 shots. He was 25 of 33 from the field, and I get it, against Atlanta, which maybe many people may not realize, they have the worst cover percentage in the entire NBA. I believe they're now 11-34 and 34 against the spread which is hard to do. I mean, that's usually there's market correction. It's just insane how bad they've been. But uh, Quinn Snyder hasn't gotten through this team. Trey Young's been in and out, just came back from uh, concussion protocol. But for Luka to do that, and we've seen, obviously, scoring reach a ridiculous rate. We saw what Carl Anthony Towns did earlier this week, 60-plus and a loss. Embiid in a win, 70-plus. It's just incredible. And, And I understand it. 
I understand how the game may not be optically pleasing because they don't use the inside the arc and there's no inverse out. They don't use centers on the block. But the talent level and the shooting, especially by the bigs, is insane. I mean, look at Wimbenyama. Look at Durant. That's where this world is going. It's just out of control. The guys like Carl Anthony Towns and Embiid can bomb threes. And Luka, built like he is and as strong as he is, can do the step-back range he has. Pretty good night in the NBA. Fridays always are. How about Houston winning 138-104 at Charlotte? And Indiana Pacers, as five-and-a-half-point home dogs, take down Phoenix 133-131 over the total of 244. Yeah, JVT and I were each on the Suns. We were watching this game in the second half after his show. And the Suns have been playing with food. So they had won seven straight coming into this game, but they were only three and four against the number in this run. I think Durant and company, now the big three's intact. They figured out, they're like, okay, we got it. Can we start the playoffs now? No, it doesn't work like that. You got like 25 more games. So they've just been bored. They play with their food, as the cliche says. So they've just been sort of disinterested. Now they're getting everyone's best shot. So I was waiting for them not to cover. I thought the Pacers off a big win would not be the right side. And the Suns led for three and a half quarters. I do think the Suns are just bored now. No one respects seeding anymore. They just want the playoffs to start and be healthy. So they are just think they can flip the switch and they have a bunch of buzzer beaters, which is impressive. And that's good. You have to share the ball. But they're, they've now figured out how to play with each other. We're like, ah, we don't need 20 games. We just Remember, the Warriors' last title, those big three, Draymond, Clay, and Steph, had only played together, I think, a total of 12 minutes, not even games, 12 minutes before the playoffs start, and they figured it out. Sure. So I think these guys, they're all basketball geniuses, just given where they are from a talent level, and Booker went for some crazy number tonight. I just think they're ready for the playoffs, and they figured it out, and they just are kind of bored. So taking points against them is probably the right approach moving forward. Bucks five and a half point home favorites tonight. They fall one twelve one hundred to the Cleveland Cavs. Where do the Bucks go from here with Doc Rivers? Well, there was a two game set, and the Cavs have been playing well, so they beat them the other night. And there was no—it's not a home and home. They didn't travel, so it was a two game set in Milwaukee. I, I think the Cavs are really good, um, all things considered, with the defense and just all the metrics. The Bucks are going to have to figure out defense in the playoffs. I don't think offense is going to win. You can't just outscore teams. Everyone said that about the Warriors, the three-point shooting. A, that was different because they were such an outlier with their offensive game, but they were an elite defensive team. And they, things broke their way. The injuries, especially when they faced the Cavs in the finals, both Kevin Love and Kyrie were out in that first year of the title, but they were elite defensively. Washington, excuse me, Milwaukee's nowhere near elite defensively, so I think they're going to be an early exit. I really do. Giannis is a freak. Don't get me wrong, and Dame can win some games. But he's a, you know, he's a turnstile on defense, and I really think they're thin in terms of depth, depth as well. Um, and the East is caught up. I, I think it's a leveler playing field right now, especially with the Pacers adding Siakam. I wouldn't be shocked if the Pacers beat him out of best out of seven, especially with Carlisle against Doc. Sure. Okay. So uh, the Saturday NBA schedule is pretty good. You're a guy who loves to bet the association. You're gonna have some plays out on the card on Saturday, I'm sure. Uh, Clippers at Boston. Lakers, Golden State, what, what's on your radar for uh, Saturday? We're not going to talk about the 9 a.m. West Coast tip of Pistons-Wizards? You can talk Come about on. anything you want. a barn burner in Detroit, right? How no. about that early morning tip-off in Detroit? <laughs> it's the two- and the Pistons, <laughs> two-point favorites. Against the Wizards, who by far, I tweeted this last night, I can't remember a team I've hated watching in the NBA more than this Wizards team. Just because... There's nothing inspired. They don't have like a number one pick. That's they have Jordan Poole, who I hate watching. Kuzma, I hate watching. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I, I do like you know random guys like Landry Shamit. But anyways, as for the bigger games, I think you have to take the Clippers. They are for real. I know JVT's not just he, he's not even chugging the Kool Aid. He's doing keg stands on the Kool Aid 
but I respect it because they are legit. They're playing the right way. They have depth. They're elite. Good coach. I love the Clippers. That's just too many points for the Celtics, especially if Porzingis has this ankle injury. I think the Lakers plus two and a half in Golden State. It's been a long week with the passing of the assistant coach. They they had the, the brain cramp down the stretch against Sacto, but you know Harrison Barnes has a career high. I think the Lakers can manhandle Golden State. They're just better. I like them a lot in that game. Probably the Kings are the right side against Dallas off the Luka performance, but these big games, I mean, if Jokic plays, because he's probable that Jokic I like him four and a half against Philly but that you know Philly's legit man especially with Nick Nurse as the coach I think I would not be shocked if they come out of the east I really think they are taking the step forward by getting Nick Nurse that's the difference maker the upgrade over Doc and I don't have a problem with Doc I just think Nick Nurse is that that great yeah big upgrade actually uh Nick Nurse I think one of the probably one of the top five coaches top three probably okay. him Spo maybe and that's about you know I can't think of any others so you said you would lay the four and a half or take the four and a half in the Philadelphia-Denver game? Just from take like it, a zig it. and a zag standpoint okay. with the home and home they just had recently with Philly. Philly pulled away in the fourth and Bede went bonkers. I think Jokic and these guys can play really well at home. And I like how the Nuggets have been developing these guys I've rarely heard of. They're to bench these young guys, not just Brown from, uh, from Kansas, but the other guys that I really haven't heard of. I think they're getting so much better with all the extra minutes. I think they'll be ready to rock. The four and a half seems too high for a reason. All right, just sum it up. Other best bets in the association? Uh, I like the Clippers a lot. That's probably my favorite play. Some of these lines aren't. Like, I'm Clippers looking at, plus six? Yeah, I think that's the right. It's too many points, man. It just is. And I like the Lakers tomorrow night as well. They've been playing great. D'Lo has been awesome. I mean, I know Reddish is hurt, but that's fine. They have enough depth. And I just think the physicality, even though I think Kaminga's been playing so much better for Golden State, which is what I've been wondering for so long, where the hell, why isn't he getting more playing time? Yeah. But I, I, li I like the Lakers as a short dog. All right, that's Doug Kazarian, and uh, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Go up and meet Derek Stevens at the party upstairs. I'm honored to fill in for Wes the Animal Reynolds. <laughs> From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.